today is gonna be the name when they're gonna be the day we do. erotica i'm croy i'm tatiana i'm jess mm, ladies. <laughs> i gotta say i'm pretty devastated that we couldn't find trump temptations this week um yeah, it's no. sad which we, we sure tragedy. tried but maybe we'll get in, in touch with the author if anyone has the connect we we okay so for those who have listened before we reached out to the tender wings of desire author on twitter and she ended up sending us her copy like her pre-edited copy of the book which was awesome and this happened in less than 24 hours the future is now so we just reached out <laughs> to elijah here. daniel the writer of trump temptations the billionaire and the bellboy which was an overnight hit and we're hoping to hear back from him but since we didn't hear back in time we are going to dedicate this episode to the magical mystical world of harry potter erotica written <laughs> on fanfiction.net oh jess is so fucking happy <laughs> she's so excited <laughs> i don't know anything oh i love harry potter if you were a lavishly bearded ceramic artist, would you be a Harry Potter? Ha-ha! <laughs> oh, yeah! <laughs> zing, zing! What house are you in, Croy? Oh, girl, I am a Gryffindor, but... That makes sense. Are you a, are you a Ravenclaw? No. Don't do this. <gasps> you're a Hufflepuff! I'm a Hufflepuff! Yeah, a Hufflepuff! <laughs> I'm a you're, you I'm are a Slytherin. Slytherin. Yeah, absolutely. Of course I'm well, a Slytherin. That's not like a bad thing. I, there's <laughs> such a, there's such a, if you're, it's, a it was like if you weren't Gryffindor, you were wrong for the longest time. And, uh, which is horseshit. I know, it is absolute horseshit. And I'm a damn proud Hufflepuff, which I think so was cute. the butt of every joke for a very long time. It but was. us Hufflepuffs are uniting together and getting strong. But I think <laughs> it was like either Gryffindor or Slytherin. That's what people wanted to be. Was it either you're nice or you're a fucking demon well, yeah it's like, it's, like, it's like you're cunning and you. and very logical kind of a thing sure <laughs> basically yes. you're a sociopath yeah i understand miserable is my name i firmly believe that everybody is at least two houses though so i consider myself a griffin puff because i'm definitely more <laughs> gryffindor than hufflepuff but there's definitely hufflepuff in there mm-hmm. what do you think is your like mix? i would say i, I think Huffledore? i'm i think i'm a puffledore huffledore claw like, I'm, I think I'm a oh, tiny bit Ravenclaw, but... No Slytherin in the mix. No. You're right. Look at Jess. I don't think I could be a Slytherin. No. no. I'm too much of a Hufflepuff. The clotted cream. <laughs> Genuinely. <laughs> Devonshire cream over here. But I think oh. you could be a, a Slytherdor. She's a Slytherpuff. Slytherpuff? Hey! Why am I What? Door? Because you're a goofy goober. I am a goofy goober. You're a goofy goober. Hufflepuffs are loyal as hell. That's me. I'm loyal. Yes. And they're I'm silly. Tiny. Hufflepuffs color on their menu. That is me. I would if I could. <laughs> They're also particularly good finders. Yes, it's which true. Which they'll be sure to tell you. Finders? You can find, I, I don't, find I don't, shit. I just don't know. What I can't find know. anything. Oh. We all know yeah. I'm lost. I'm living in loss. Only because your room is messy. <laughs> yeah, I'm so messy. Only because. In my car. No way. 
I, 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 there's somewhere, somewhere out there. I know my friend Austin has this. There's a video of me getting sorted by Pottermore into the Gryffindor. And this was the original test. So it was like Harry Potter, whatever that site is, just came out. It was Pottermore. Pottermore. Yeah. And it was all these questions. And I was going to be so devastated if it wasn't a Gryffindor just because it's like, this is the be all end all. And I definitely got it. And was like flying around the room, like screaming, like, ah! It's so important. We'll have to run you through the Pottermore test, Claudia. It's, it's great because there's it a lot of other tests online that are like, yeah. um, there's a lot of tests online where it's like, well, obviously this question is leading me towards being. What's your favorite so, color? Right. Yellow. Yeah, yellow or blue, green or <laughs> scarlet. It's like, it's I so stupid. Okay. But the Pottermore test is so ambiguous. It's like you have a path. There's three different ways you can go up into the forest towards a, a Oh, wait, castle, I've taken this. Through the forest or down to the beach. Oh. Is it like a really pretty test? Yeah. yeah. It goes like yeah. through a forest. Yeah, I've taken that test. Well, there's also. We all shocked. I'm shocked. Somebody online took all of the questions, like found out all the questions and the point values for each answer and uh-huh. put all of them into one. So that's like Someone... the most definitive one. Because instead of being like, here's 10 questions, it's like. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to get real weird about it. Only a Harry Potter fan would, would like find the time. To make that happen. Jess, was it you? Did you no, make that Shockingly, test? it was not me. The Jess test? I know. The Jess test. Jess test. I like, now that there's so much extra stuff on Pottermore, I don't spend a lot of time on Pottermore, but I did enjoy a finding out my Patronus. And yes. I'm like a Patronus. terrier. <gasps> the little dog. I'm a unicorn. Of course you are. Yeah. I feel like I took one of the, those two. I don't know. I must have been having a day. Back in the day when I got would get really sad, I would eat a can of frosting. That should um, be a happy day too. Is yeah, yeah. No, and I would go to Barbie.com. Both me and my sister oh. would do this. We'd go on Barbie.com and like like make ice skating Barbies and do stuff and eat frosting and watch how I met your mother. It was it was a good time. <laughs> Did you guys ever play? Do you remember the Barbie computer game? Where it was just like her head up? Yes, yeah, you do a makeover on her. Hence makeover. Yes. Oh, there's that one. Love horseback that riding one. one. Yes. A fashion one. There was Talk to Me Barbie where she sat at a desk and you could talk to Barbie. It was so cool. Those are, those are good times. The Barbie games are great. So yeah. we're Mary Kate and Ashley games and I'll fight to the death for those. Mm-hmm. I've never played in Mary Kate I don't Ashley think I have either. Um, neither. But. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, they're so great. Right. They have like. Make your own, like, you have to, like, beat the mall. You have to, like, like win all the stores Mondays. The mall. <laughs> Mondays. Monday. But they had those, like, the Nancy Drew murder mystery games. Uh-huh. Barbie actually has murder mystery games that are, like, that were hella interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Did you ever play Cats with a Z? And you could, like, dress up these kitty cats and, like, no. teach some tricks and stuff. You know, me neither. So, anyway. <laughs> yeah. It does sound like a lot of fun, oh though. Oh, my gosh. There's so much fun. Like, oh, God. It was desktop 90s trash. And then they made it. dogs. Yeah, I do remember dogs. Yes. So, mm-hmm. they're from the I same thing. I know these. This is so funny. Dude, I was a computer game freak as a child. I wanted Neopets. That was my oh. thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. I was into it. I'm There's got to be it. some Neopets erotica out there. Maybe like looping. Yeah, I didn't want to see it either. <laughs> God damn it. Whatever. So, Harry Potter erotica. All the three of us have found a different Harry Potter erotica with different relationships and whatnot. Let's just tell you what they are. Mine is called First Encounter. It's by Lyris Malachi. Malachi? Malachi. 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 And the logline. Hogwarts has contracted a disease called loneliness, and the giant squid is the only cure. Hogwarts giant squid. <laughs> Harry Potter and the giant squid. I guess so. Jess, what do you have? I have What If I Do It Wrong by um, Snarky Sweetness and <laughs> Schwartzy Loghain. I'm not, I think. I'm not really sure. 
Um, it's rated mature. Just uh, um, let's see. These all better be rated mature. The <laughs> I did the bad. The summary of this is the idea of sex has always frightened Neville. Aww. Uh-huh. So this is a Neville. But he turned so hot. Oh bitch. my god, did he? He's going to be in Hogwarts. Yeah. Yes. I love him. <laughs> it goes, oh my <laughs> We are all scared. I'm terrified. The world changed whenever he posed, like, almost nude on that cover of that magazine. Someone should should look at picture ASAP. Can we Google it? Oh, my God. Holy ass. So mine is called The Forbidden Fruit, the birth of a sexy encounter that makes Draco question everything. All right. Oh, right. His his... face is awful, though. No, it's not. Oh, I think he's so handsome. Go check out the cover of Attitude, where Neville Longbottom is on the front of it. What's his name? Matthew Lewis? Matthew Lewis is his name. Let me see his face. I'm concerned, because that body was devastating. Oh, wait, let me find find a... There was more pictures of him. They, like, put buck teeth into him and stuff. And made him wear a fat suit. They put him in a fat suit. His body's incredible. He is a little slurpy derpy. Right, but his face is a little slurpy derpy. Holy bodybuilding. He's, oh, yeah. he's got like a great body. He's like uh, a hot bod. I, I just, I love his, like, look at, he's just so handsome. He's like Dollar Store Ryan Gosling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, low rent. Yeah, low rent. <laughs> Whatever. Matthew Lewis, if you're listening, I, I know like you're married. Show. I love you. <laughs> it's okay. Just know the truth. I'm sure he's listening. He's like, I'm sure oh, he I is. <laughs> All right, ladies, who would like to delve into their sexy Harry Potter adventure first? Also, none of our stories involve Harry Potter. I just realized. That's true. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure the my, world. I think mine, Hogwarts, like, I don't think it's people in Hogwarts getting fucked. I think it's actually the school is going to have an orgasm. Like, the entire what? building. That's nuts. That's the impression I that so. I mother. Oh, my gosh. Because none of us have read any of these. We just found them, made sure it was, like, a decent length, and we're like, all right, let's do this. That's beautiful. I'll go first. Okay. All right, Jess. Take okay. it away. Hmm. Let me get into a British accent. Oh, good. Like, how do we talk talk in a British? See, I, I not like this, not like this, not like this. I'm trying to go boy. I feel like I can do a British accent, except for whenever I feel pressure to do a British. Like accent. right now, like right so, now. You know what's the best Harry Potter shit to say in a British or sorry, a Cockney accent is Peter Pettigrew and Impedimentima. It's like Peter Pettigrew, Impedimentima. <laughs> what are those words? Absolutely. I don't believe it. You gotta believe. All right. Leave me alone, Seamus. I don't want to, okay? Neville looked down at his glass, his eyes glossed over, his body tingly all over. He'd oh. never been drunk before, but he was now, and Seamus wasn't making him feel any better about himself. Which one, Seamus? The Irish one, which... The Irish one. No kidding. He, uh, he sets his eyebrows on fire in, um, Yum. in the second one. <laughs> Yum. Uh, Is he friends? Irish from... No. Is he trying? He's trying to turn his water into rum in the first movie. He's like one of the wow. side characters that's not important but still noticeable, right. right? Okay, cool. I think I know who you're talking about. Seamus and his friend with the dreadlocks. Other one. Dreadlocks? He's the announcer for Quidditch. Oh, it's Jordan something or other. Damn it! He's all friends right. with Fred and George. Oh, all right. Anyway, doesn't matter. Neville, come on, you have to do it sometime, right, Ginny? Ginny gave Seamus a nod. He's right, Neville. At the very least, you need to snog a girl who isn't me. Snog. She said before he could protest. Neville had kissed her after the Yule Ball awkwardly, and because Seamus had told him before the ball that it was what he was supposed to do. Oh. Neville blushed furiously. Shut up, Ginny. That was a long time ago, he mumbled, taking another drink, trying to keep his eyes off Luna, who had been quiet during the entire conversation. Mm. 
he yum, felt yum. even more embarrassed with her presence. She was the girl he didn't mind the idea of snoggy, but the idea of what that could lead to frightened him. <laughs> Neville had high respect for women. Oh, oh hell job, yeah. Neville. Well with those abs. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so much, in fact, that he'd avoid that he'd avoid that he'd avoided any conversations his doormates had engaged in involving sex because he didn't want to be a part of disrespecting the women they'd been talking about. Mm. Now a deep part of him wished that he had, mm. so he would know what to do with the woman when it came down to it. Mm. He wasn't even sure if he'd been able Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I can't read today. Oh, eyes. <laughs> Tough he, day. Woof. He wasn't even sure if he'd be able to snog one without being completely awkward. Boy, do I understand how that feels. <laughs> the first time making out with somebody. Oh, so awkward. I was terrible. 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 Licking the outside of their mouth. Guaranteed. <laughs> <laughs> and my mouth was like closed tight, like cemented shut. Like, that's how you make out. Yeah, that's how Mighty you mouth you just press yes. together with no movement, just hold there. I was homeschooled. Like, you all have to help me. It was on the television. Oh, no. On the telly. Oh, like watching on the telly, or was I making out with someone who was uh. actually on the television? We're making out with the television. No, I'm not doing that. It was a person. It was a person. This girl in my neighborhood, Frankie, told me to make like when you do like a hand puppet, like a hand yeah. mouth. She's like, practice with that. Like that's how you practice tongue. And I was like, all right. Mm. So I think with my my old girlfriend at like a slumber party, I think we read somewhere that you cut open like a peach and try making out with that. Is that how guys trying to go down on women? Oh my God, yeah. Really. I, I, I don't know how this all works. I actually don't even remember it. I think I blocked it all out. It was all awkward. That was decent. Block it out. Yep. There you go. I think you need another fire whiskey, Neville, Luna said finally, looking at his... Looking now at looking at his now empty glass of Guinness. I swear this is written well. I just can't read. Oh, oh that's <laughs> nice though. <laughs> the look on her face was hard to read, but if Neville didn't know any better, he could have sworn it was determination. Ooh. She's getting him drunk. Good idea, Luna. Ginny told her with a smile, ordering them up another round. Sure, Neville was past his limit, but that was the point of the evening to get him to learn. What? <laughs> Tell me, Jenny, what's sex like? I read a book on it, and from what I understand, it's messy, and there's just a lot of moaning and sweating involved. So what's so great about it? Luna asked, making Neville sputter a bit. Okie dokie. <laughs> How was she so comfortable discussing these things? Was he like 12 in this? I, well, I assume they're at a bar and, and 18 at least. Oh, you know what? You're right. That's fair. Uh, Ginny smiled as if she were in on some joke with herself. Well, Luna, I can't really tell you. Yes, it does involve those things and a lot more, but trust me, once you have it, you'll understand why it's so great. Just like Neville here, she said, patting his back supportively. Once he learns how to talk to girls. I know how to talk to girls. Neville was blushing in response as the barmaid brought them their drinks. He took his quickly. Uh, Seamus laughed. Come on, buddy. You know what we mean. Why are you so afraid? Because what if I do it wrong? <laughs> it's one it's ah, one big ah, word. Ah, it's no space. Neville mumbled quickly, causing Ginny to laugh so hard that she hit her chest to keep from spitting out the shot she'd just taken. How can you do it wrong, Neville Longbottom? Luna asked, raising an eyebrow. <laughs> Neville looked down, fumbling. Just I don't want to be bad. Neville, it's always bad the first time, Seamus told him, not laughing. Trust me, mate, nothing is ever perfect without practice. Is that what Lavender calls it? Hey, he was bringing more characters. All right. No, but I'm sure that Harry tells you that one of these days he'll get it right. 
Seamus avoided a kick from Ginny by quickly scooting his chair back. Okay, so Ginny and Harry are now having sex. We know this. Oh, good. Cool. Good, good, good. After a few more drinks and more teasing at Neville's expense from Ginny, Neville found himself in front of his flat, leaning on Luna, needing help getting through the door. You know, being painfully drunk the first time is not a good idea. <sighs> no, especially as a dude. Whiskey dick. Yeah. I was going to say whiskey, specifically whiskey dick. Yeah. And in any other universe, if someone was like, all right, tonight's all about getting this person so hammered that I can teach him something, if that was happening to a woman, we already would have been like, wait a minute. I yeah, know. Right? Uh, we're just like, oh, this poor drunk, damn me. Also, he's not going to remember anything. How can he learn? I mean, maybe, I don't know. Maybe he's oh. got a steel trap up in there. Maybe. Who knows? He is Neville Longbottom. He is the real Chase Neville. That's true. Wow. Wrong. A lot of things I'm learning. <laughs> they left Seamus and Ginny behind. Luna had insisted she could take care of him all on her own. Mm. I'm fine, Luna. He told her, embarrassed as my Embarrassed that a girl half his size was helping into bed. He wasn't all that drunk. His balance was just off. When she didn't answer him, Neville looked up to see Luna biting her lip, studying him. Mm. What? Have you really never kissed a girl who wasn't Ginny Neville? She asked, almost like she pitied him. He didn't like thinking people pitied him. No, he said, but his voice betrayed him. He was a terrible liar. Luna looked down and then back up at him. It's okay. I've never kissed a boy before, she told him, a look crossing her features that Neville couldn't place. But he knew he felt uncomfortable and warm, and it Mm. wasn't from the alcohol. What a cufflepuff. Luna, he stated, but she put a finger, she put a finger... She put up a finger to cut him off. Oh, my lord. <laughs> Help us. She flicked him off. Yeah, right. But right up his nose. <laughs> I want you to kiss me, Neville Longbottom. I want to learn, and you need to learn, too. You're the perfect partner, she told him matter-of-factly, as if they were in a how-to class. Neville sat there and blinked. She wanted him to kiss her? Was she playing a game with him? No, not Luna. She wasn't like that. <laughs> he didn't like the idea of being an experiment. He genuinely cared about her. Luna, that's a bad idea. Why? Ginny Weasley says she sees the way you look at me. She says it means you like me. And I must admit, I get a sick feeling in my stomach when I think about you sometimes. She says that means I like you. And I think she's right. Wow, such a methodical way of thinking about this. I want to experience the messy sweating with the moaning Neville Longbottom. Neville rubbed the back of his neck, his mouth agape. She wanted to, to, he felt sick. Luna, I don't know how. We'll learn. I read the books. It can't be that hard. And according to Ginny, the body takes over. It knows what to do. (laughs) Boy, are you wrong. Show yourself an autopilot. (laughs) If everyone else we know can do it, it can't be that hard. Now kiss me before I lose my patience with you. Neville fidgeted. He was still slightly buzzed from the fire whiskey, and he was convinced he had to be dreaming this up now. He leaned into her, unsure of where to put his hands on her waist on her cheeks, her shoulders, nipples, her ample breasts, nipples. <laughs> she decided for him, taking his hands in her own, looking into his eyes, waiting. Neville hesitated for another moment before leaning in to kiss her. It took another few times of pulling back before he finally placed his lips on hers. This was different. The first and only time he'd done this with Ginny, she'd pulled away quickly and he'd ended up blundering out apologies. It was nice. Luna wasn't pulling away from him. Unsure of what to do, Neville began moving his lips against hers because it's what he'd seen other people do. He felt relief when she did the same thing and moved his hands to her waist placing, before placing her small ones on either side of his face, deepening the kiss. He fumbled on his hands, he fumbled his hands on her waist, unsure of what to do from there. She had had to have been joking from about the sex thing. There was no way she'd been serious, but then again, it was Luna he was dealing with. Luna pulled away from him after a moment. 
That was satisfying, Neville. You should, you should stop being nervous. It'll be fine. Nervousness isn't becoming on anyone. Her tone was serious. She really planned on doing this. He knew he should stop her, but he'd been lying to himself if he didn't admit he really wanted this. Not as awkwardly, but in his head, it was always awkward and sad. What? Not as awkwardly, but in his head, it was always awkward and sad. And according to Seamus, it wasn't supposed to be the perfect the first time anyway, right? I don't know what to do, he admitted, generating a smile from Luna. Well, we should probably undress, Luna told him, pulling up his shirt without even seeming to have any nerves about it. Her hands were steady and she looked comfortable. Neville envied her courage. How is she so damn confident? (laughs) She's just loopy. She's She's like on a different planet. Like "Mm." That's true. He frowned. He was a Gryffindor. He'd fought Voldemort, killed his snake, and done a million other brave things. Why was he so afraid of being with a girl? He never thought about it like that before. She gets resistant. Uh, he'd spent so much time worrying about how to approach girls. He'd never just tried it. Luna was brilliant. She was just using the courage he was neglecting to call upon. He still wasn't entirely sure of himself, but he was willing to try for her and for his self-esteem. Neville reached a hand under her shirt, feeling her soft skin. He almost moaned at the touch of it. How would, how was it possible for someone to feel so amazing to the touch? He tried not to think about how soft the rest of her body had to be. He looked in her at her body in awe, reaching out to unclasp her bra. He'd never actually seen real breasts before, only ones, what? only the ones in magazines. Neville moved his hand around her back, trying to find where he could take it off. How did you do it? Was there some system? Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Luna moved her hand over his and showed him how to unclasp it, tossing it aside, looking proud as he gaped at her breasts. They were perfectly shaped. He reached out and moved his hand uh, over one. It fit perfectly in his hand. Probably a little bit of the itty bitty titty like, committee. Yeah, like she's like B cup. Yeah. Let's hear it for the B cup. No! He groaned a little, feeling a familiar tightening in his pants, hoping Luna didn't notice. Well, that's the reason you're that's there. That's the point. Well, it's still embarrassing, point. I'm sure, if you're not, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, if he basically cried when he was trying to make out with her, like. Yeah, this has got to be too, this this just the worst. He brought his other hand up and began caressing both of her breasts, entranced by them. He felt Luna tense up a bit and looked up to see her bite her lip. Go on, Neville. It's okay, she told him, moving a hand through his hair. Neville looked back at his hands, rubbing her in circles, trying to think of what to do. He wondered if she'd like it if he used his mouth. Oh, she would. Absolutely. Why would she? Yep, 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 (laughs) yep. He hesitated a moment before leaning forward and taking a nipple into his mouth. He felt Luna shiver and gasp and felt encouraged. He was doing something right. Neville kept at it before moving to her neglected breast, taking it into his mouth, running his teeth over it briefly. He didn't know what had compulsed him to do it, but if it meant Luna was going to keep making those delicious sounds, he'd do anything his body commanded. Clothes are still on, Luna told him for a moment later, her her voice full of breath. Had he caused that? He pulled away from her and quickly kicked off his shoes and socks, the awkwardness creeping back in now that he was separated from her body. His eyes combed over her as she undressed Merlin. <laughs> a moment later, her hands were roaming his chest and unbuttoning his pants, which he realized were still on. He blushed slightly, but a moment later, Luna had impatiently ripped them off. She had a frenzied look on her face. Was that lust? On your back, she commanded, pushing Ooh. him back to onto his bed, not waiting for an answer. Neville wanted to touch her some more. She'd seemed to enjoy it, and he had as well. All thoughts of protesting were gone a moment later when she straddled his hips. 
Neville could feel the little blood that had been left in his brain rush down, and he groaned, Luna! <laughs> Shh, I need to concentrate. She had her wand in one hand and her eyes closed. Neville watched her, having no idea that she, what she was doing, but then he remembered something from Flitwick's class. What? The only bit what? of sexual education they received had been how to cast an anti-pregnancy charms. All right. What a dream. What? Can we please have that? What are we doing? We're so late in technology. I think our modern version of that is going to have to be male birth control. Like, yeah. if we just get some magical male birth control. Damn. Please. Uh, good thing she'd known how to do them and, she, and she'd remembered. She tossed her wand to the side before leaning down and kissing him again. Neville moved his hands immediately back up to her breast where he was comfortable. Pumped <laughs> her. Neville could feel himself in the first moment later. Wait. Neville could feel himself in her fist a moment later. Oh. Oh, I see. Yeah. Got oh, it. We're all here together now. Yep. <laughs> And he shuddered involuntarily, jerking himself up. He could swear he heard her mutter something about being ready. She broke their kiss and moved over him before kissing him again. Neville let out a straggled moan into her mouth as he felt her walls surround him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Merlin, it was in. Neville grabbed her around the waist and did did his best to move with her as she rode him. He broke their kiss and leaned forward, taking a nipple into his mouth, being sure to give her a little bite, which elicited a high-pitched moan from her. You're brilliant. You feel amazing, he whispered, running one hand over her belly and down to where their bodies joined, wanting to touch even more of her. He moved his hand around until he heard another loud moan escape her lips. He rubbed the small area above where her opening was. Neville wondered what she tasted like. He hoped he got to find out soon. Oh, Neville yeah. kissed her again and he felt her muscles tighten. The feeling made something snap in him. A moment later, he had flipped her onto her back and was thrusting, and he began thrusting into her as deeply as he could. He wanted to feel every inch of her. His body was screaming for it. Neville, yes, faster. He'd never seen Luna look so urgent. And the faces she was making were the most beautiful things he'd ever seen. That's nice. I'm always concerned what I look like. Oh, <laughs> the vinegar strokes. Yeah. yeah. Dangerous time. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, uh. <laughs> turn into like a crushed soda can. <laughs> Neville began thrusting into her quicker, sweat beating on his forehead. He was so close it almost hurt. He felt her tighten around him completely and her body shuddered as she called out his name and Neville couldn't hold back anymore. He thrust into her quickly, spilling himself into her completely before collapsing on top of her, breathing heavily. A full minute later, Luda moved a hand through his hair, smiling, her voice full of pride. I knew you wouldn't do it wrong. The end. Oh, so she didn't come. Damn. Oh, wait. She, no, I think she did. Right. She did? Did she? Yeah, she did. Oh, okay, good for oh them. Oh, my God. I feel like... Oh, Coming man. your first time having sex, good luck. Yeah, having no idea what the fuck you're doing. Yeah. Good she is a luck. witch. I mean, maybe That's she fair. Like, put a spell on herself. Like, come be here. I don't know. That's <laughs> true. That's solid. All right. Well, that actually was pretty well written. Yeah, it was yeah. Really well there were some sexy moments. Uh-huh. Yeah, definitely. Some sexy, even though we're talking about like children who are just on the cusp of adulthood and that are drunk and that uh, have no idea what they're doing, it was still sexy. Yeah, I'll give it to it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, which is saying something because some of the books that we've read from professionals are just like nowhere near, not yeah. even sexy. I'll nowhere never near. get over a, a fucking a Christmas, Christmassy, Maggie. Christmas bag, like mm-hmm. what in God's name? All right, squatte. What's uh, yours called again? Sorry. Um, forbidden fruit. 
Wait! By Charlotte Blackwood. All through class, Draco had a hard-on, but it was not for eyeing his swatty mistress. Indeed, he did not look at her once. Was he swatty mistress? No one knows. <laughs> Instead, his hand went in and out of his pocket, massaging the wound he made on his new lover and discreetly bringing the wonderful taste to his lips, sucking his fingers in a way he hoped looked thoughtful and not orgasmic. It, it was a Tuesday. <laughs> he thought to himself at dinner, wondering when he'd be able to commit his sinful act with his new lover. He and Hermione never met up on Tuesdays. It would be safe to use Moaning Myrtle's loo for his lovemaking. No one else would dare go in. If he had been meeting Hermione, he would have left his dormitory at a quarter to midnight. But for his apple, he could not wait. (laughs) He left at 11 sharp. The bathroom was empty. Even Myrtle, which was indeed a blessing. Oh, even Myrtle was gone. Okay, whatever. Um, he wanted to wanted no witness to the dirty, naughty, delicious, nasty things he was about to do with that apple. <laughs> <laughs> this is incredible. Oh my god! At first, he taunted and teased the apple, caressing it with his fingers and tongue as he had done it with the afternoon. Because the apple can. <laughs> it's like, yeah, baby boy. <laughs> but he grew so hot that before he knew it, he had stripped off all his clothes. And now he and his apple were both in nothing but their needy skin. Ew. Wait, like he peeled the apple? Ew, I don't want to know. <laughs> Carefully broadening the wound he made er- er- earlier, God, drawing out more juices, he rubbed them greedily on his nipples, yeah. which grew harder than diamonds at the sensation. <laughs> he moaned deeply through his head and back out, closing his eyes. Then he opened them as he ran the apple down his skin, watching the act in the mirror. The green, oh, it's a green apple. The green against his pale flesh was beautiful. Oh, of course, it's Slytherin. That makes sense. Sorry. <laughs> um, the perfect mating uh, of the perfect Slytherin pair. Perhaps Jesus. this was why the apple was such a perfect mate. It was Slytherin. <laughs> taking his abuse, taking his pleasure, and giving abuse and pleasure in its own way in return. Hermione could never be like that. She truly was a Gryffindor and respected herself too much to let him abuse her. Get it, girl. Oh, but he needed to abuse to be pleasured by abuse and bring pleasure through it. Only he and the apple could truly understand the importance of this of this in their union. How is this a giant apple or is his penis just really small? Because I'm thinking of a regular apple. I'm assuming it's a regular know. apple. I think it's a regular apple. I'm pretty positive it's a regular apple. It's just apple. like drilled a hole in it. Oh, man. The apple had reached his sex, circling the hard organ, teasing it with its silky texture and cool touch. His whimper could not be withheld, and there was nothing to withhold from the apple. It knew him. It knew his very soul in a way only an apple could. (laughs) Wait a minute. Hold on, hold on. It says, okay, so this is the thing of the apple. It says, um... Oh, God damn it. Is this something that's in lore? In 1993, Malfoy was seen biting an apple whilst watching Harry Potter's interaction with the hippogriff Buckbeak. Oh, this is where this is all rooted from. This is so funny. Um, there were, it says in the summer of 1996, apple cores were among the debris littered on the floor of the smallest bedroom. In 97, uh, Draco used the remains of an apple to test the vanishing cabinet. So he's got a thing with apples. Maybe an apple a day keeps the doctor away. <laughs> keeps something away. Damn straight. Okay, let's see. Where the hell was I? All right. Draco might have been ashamed of himself at how little time he lasted, but he was too enamored, too enthralled with the way the apple caught every last drop of his seed to possibly care how long it had been. 
this the same apple that he's done it with multiple times? How much jizz is in there? I don't even know how this works. I don't want to think he about it. He probably washes it out if it's like an apple bong. You have to like an apple bong. Or throw it away or eat it. Or have another apple. Ew. How many apples does he have? Ew. It's like soggy waffles. Apple. Soggy apples. It seems like it was the same apple. Okay, so in, in his mind, every second was an eternity. And yet everything seemed to be happening in one fleeting second, too quick to grasp. Hungrily, he lifted the apple to his mouth, admiring the coarse texture of its flesh against his slimy seed. Oh, God! He bit, savoring how his bitter seed coated with the already bitter apple. It was delicious. It was glorious. As much as he had sworn he would make slow love to this divine piece of fruit, Draco could not help himself. In a quick, though sensual way, Draco devoured all the seed and flesh down to the very core. Then an idea, a wild, crazy, erotic idea came to him as he examined the perfectly formed core. Uh-huh. He had put a seed in this apple. Why could the apple not put its seed in him? Ah, what? This is the best thing <laughs> I've ever read. Oh <laughs> Never before had the thought of being penetrated appealed to him, <laughs> nor even occurred to him. But in that moment, oh, no. it seemed the only logical thing to do. No, no, <laughs> no. Using, it on it. <laughs> using his hand to cover the core no. with an oily lube no. he used with Hermione. No. The girl that never got wet enough for him, <laughs> bracing himself for the onslaught of pain. No. Draco carefully pressed one end of the stemless <laughs> core into his virgin hole. No. Recalling to mind the exquisite taste of the apple as he forced the core in with one fell thrust. Oh, fucking this is why you have to go to the hospital. It's not coming out. This is a nightmare. It's, oh my God. It was no use. He cried out in pain. His system had been temporarily shocked. However, knowing that he must, what he must do, he began to methodically thrust the core in and out until the pain turned to pleasure. God. Only vaguely aware that his own blood was helping to lubricate the process. I'm dead. Oh my Lord. His cock was hardening and he used one hand to thrust the core the other to play with himself, moaning and sighing contentedly of a sea dislodged inside of him. Oh, yes, he moaned, his cock twitching at the sensation. Spill that seed. Fill me. Oh, yes. His eyes were closed once more in ecstasy. If they had remained open, he would have seen in the mirror that there was no lo- he was no longer alone. <laughs> but at that moment, it never occurred to him to remain on alert. All logical thought was hazy and unimportant. It- he felt amazing. Oh, goblins, yes. Inside. <laughs> That's it. You're such a good apple, aren't you? Oh, <laughs> Taking my abuse as I use you, disfigure you, deplete you, and then you give me such pleasure, don't you, love? All for me. It's all for me. You're the most unselfish lover, but I love you too much to leave you unsatisfied. I'm, I can't even handle this. He cried as two more seeds dislodged inside of him and a squirt of his own seed began to trickle down at the bathroom floor. Barf! He wasn't alive anymore. He had died and gone to heaven. This was surely the most blissful thing. Draco? The most tearful hurt oh my God. and coming from behind him, um, coming from being him, I think that's a typo, whatever. He withdrew the bloody apple core. Oh, God. Oh. So he continued to wank as he opened his eyes in shock and looked in the mirror. Hermione was standing there. Of course. Eyes full of anguished tears. Her beautiful caramel eyes. She had seen. How much? All of it, I'm assuming. Yeah. What did she know? <laughs> Everything? Clearly something. 
or she would not be crying. Um, how could you, she hissed. With an apple of all things, Draco, how could you do this to me? She knew. She knew him well enough that this wasn't just a passing fling. Jesus. That he was truly cheating on her. She knew that. With an apple? I, I can't tell you the, the, the logic behind it. She knew that a bite of his heart could, a bit of his heart could never belong to her again. Okay. Judging by the tears streaming down her face, she wasn't taking it well. He wasn't sure what this meant for him, for his love and sex lives. But, but he knew as she stormed out of the bathroom that one of his loves would be lost to him forever. Not sure which he wanted it to be. Suddenly, looking down at the bloody apple core in his hand, <laughs> the reason she had been there dawned on him as his heart shed a tear. He was a Malfoy, after all, and did not cry. Um, it, so was, it was their two-month anniversary. They had planned to Aww. meet here the month before, even though it was a Tuesday, to celebrate. And he had defiled that sacred day. The bloody apple core fell to the ground and a single tear rolled down the hard surface of his heart. Oh. What the absolute <laughs> fuck? Is it, is it over? Is it over? Yeah, that's it. I think there may be chapters. Jeez. Oh, man. Yes. That's his betrayal. Yeah, there's um. This is sequel. a story. This is a nightmare. Oh, my God. We'll have to come back to this at Holy. some point. Will we? Okay. We'll fine. definitely come back to this one day. I'm so glad that we started with the tamest. Yeah. First, and now we got... Ooh, that was a fat nightmare. <laughs> that was a nightmare. I mean, who? I, really, there's nobody at that school besides Toddy that would actually want to have sex with Draco because he was such an asshole. Mm. I know, I know, I know. You, <laughs> you, you live a little androgynous princess. I do love him. And you do. You love him like an apple could, though. Never. No one could. Could anyone? <laughs> Just because they left it so ambiguously, do you think that he ended up going with Hermione or staying with the apple? They'd have to get a new apple, right? Well, I mean, do you think he's going to continue with appling? different kinds of apples? Yeah, appling. He's apple crisp, Granny Smith. Yeah, I mean, Fuji. Fuji. Uh, honey. What is it? Like, golden honey? honey well, honey we go crisp. to other fruits. Pomegranates. Uh, he could expand to different yeah. types of fruits, true. Oh, God. But those don't have cores. And Hermione can speak. That's true, but <laughs> some have pits. That might be fun. Ooh. Maybe they're related to the pits. A-oh. Uh, Your turn. Well, in the spirit of really fucking weird erotica, it sounds like this one is going to be uh, bonkers as well. This one is called First Encounter by Lyris Malaki Malachi Malachi. I'm not sure. <laughs> what, are you, what, are you, what are you, this got to be correct? Hogwarts sighed, and it echoed within its empty halls. The students had all left for the summer. Oh my and God, it is. It's, it's actually the school. It's that actually is the school. so funny. <laughs> The students had all left for the summer, and he felt empty and useless. Aww. Hagrid was often around, but he was usually too focused on bizarre animals to fulfill the needs of Hogwarts. Yep. Professors would pop yep. in occasionally, but being a magic school, Hogwarts didn't need much upkeeping. The little they did need was taken care of by Filch. Yuck. Ew, gross. <sighs> what a squib. <laughs> he shuddered, causing small trembles throughout his halls that were barely discernible except by the spiders and owls. He didn't care much for Filch wishing he could walk without his squib feet touching his magnificent stone floors. He had long since stopped trying to force his floors open to swallow Filch and Mrs. Norris whole. <laughs> Besides, if he kept it up, he'd be risking a prolapse staircase, and that was no laughing matter. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> the giant squid saw how miserable Hogwarts was. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> it was true. Huh? Oh my god, is this the giant squid that was in... The other Harry Potter erotica? Oh my god! Do you remember the squid at the very yes! end of the lake? Oh my god! And, uh, it might motherfucking be. wizards. Motherfucking wizards! Oh my <gasps> shit. 
Well, well, yes, we'll assume that yes. Okay. It was true that he also missed the students, but for an entirely different reason. He missed their terrified screams as he revealed himself, rising from the murky depths of the lake. Oh my fuck! I can't believe. Okay. His huge eyes stared mournfully at his very large tentacles. At one time, he had dreamed of being an actor. <laughs> what? <laughs> the larger he grew, the fewer agents and scouts would come calling until they finally stopped altogether. This hits home. <laughs> wow. We are squids. <laughs> there wasn't much in the market for a squid that could split a schoolgirl from stem to stern. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> He stared at his tentacles as they moved gently in the current. Schoolgirls were out. A plan formed in his mind, and he swam to the surface, hesitating momentarily before pulling himself from the water. It ran off of his rubbery skin in rivulets as he made his way across the grounds. No humans were around to witness the incredible trek, and no human would believe his eyes if he had been a witness. Hogwarts watched the giant squid approach and felt apprehension well up in its kitchen. What are you doing? The words weren't spoken, but they were understood. Just trust me, the giant squid replied, caressing Hogwarts' outer walls. <laughs> I'm not ready, Hogwarts exclaimed, trying to push the How? giant squid away with his magic. <laughs> Hogwarts, you're lonely. I'm lonely. And we don't have to be. Besides, you can't go around manipulating your staircases. You know about that? Everyone does it, sort of. That's besides the point. I, I've never... The temperature rose within an embarrassment. I'll go slow, I promise. He began to caress a window, teasing it open. Hogwarts <laughs> sighed, <laughs> the fight leaving him. He relaxed, allowing the tentacle inside, where it brushed against the inner walls before settling on the stone floor. He fashioned the suction cups to the floor, lifting the tentacle away so that it pulled up on the floor without losing its grip. Another yeah. sigh swept through the halls of Hogwarts. Oh, Merlin, that feels so good. What was Merlin? Merlin's beard. Jess's face is my favorite face. It is. It's hard. It's, it's all fulfillment bad. and disgust all at once. It's like, so why? Bad. I can't. What does it mean? What does it mean? What does it mean? His rapture turned to fright as he felt a tentacle work its way into a second window. I don't trust me. It'll feel good. Remember this? He pulled the suction cups a little harder and Hogwarts groaned. Do that again! The giant squid complied, and as he did so, thrust his second tentacle in. Hogwarts shuddered, coming very close to ending the fun. The giant squid backed off, unwilling to finish so soon. He waited for Hogwarts to calm down before sending the second tentacle to search the room. He felt the need to fill Hogwarts as much as possible, and he raised another tentacle, caressing his outer walls, running along windowsills and tracing individual bricks. So caught up in the bliss, Hogwarts didn't notice the giant squid slip into a third and fourth tentacle. We're under arrest. I guess so. This is incredible, Hogwarts breathed. This isn't even the best part. He held up his two longest tentacles. These can reach farther than a room. They can go into your hallways. I want them in me. Are you sure? I... They're quite large. <laughs> Yes, Tati? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it makes me wonder what our apartment does when we're out of the house. <laughs> oh, okay. Apprehension rolled through its kitchen again. While he was deciding, the squid forced another tentacle in. You have three tentacles left to decide. What happens if I don't? In response, the giant squid slid a six into another window. Two, he said, simply and with a hint of warning. Hogwarts could take them all. He knew he could. But what would the other wizarding schools think? Would Bobatons allow a giant squid to violate her? <laughs> Certainly not. 
If oh Durmstrang ever found out, there'd be no end of the teasing. <laughs> <laughs> the okay. giant squid grew impatient and slid a seventh tentacle into a window, followed immediately by an eighth. Two, one. Time's up and you didn't decide. What? But that's not fair. It's a simple answer. Yes or no. Now I'll have to punish you. And with that, he struck Hogwarts square on the outer wall with a paddle-like tentacle. Hogwarts yelped and tried to squirm away. But then, wait, what? <laughs> absolutely what? a building. Oh, uh, what? <laughs> I just imagine it like a cartoon, like picking up its skirt. Yeah, like, like, ah! like... <laughs> With the tentacles, in his foundation held firm. The giant squid struck him with the other. Again and again, he spanked the naughty wizarding school until he sobbed for the giant squid to stop. And still, he spanked. The giant squid finally stopped. But Hogwarts didn't have time for a reprieve before the giant squid forced his extra-long spanking tentacles into two separate windows. They slid through the room and forced the doors open, the pain only oh. adding to Hogwarts' pleasure. The tentacles were in the halls now, <laughs> massaging the long stone tunnel. This was incredible, the giant squid thought. He really should have done this ages ago. Every tentacle was in a different window. No schoolgirl, no matter how many movies she made, could hold all ten tentacles at once. God, each one moved differently. Oh, <laughs> Sweet Jesus. Each one moved differently and with a different pace, driving Hogwarts crazy with the inability to match his speed. He felt that familiar feeling and doubled his efforts. Ink exploded all over Hogwarts, some finding its way into the windows. He unified his tentacles somewhat, completely focused on Hogwarts. He must be close. Then it happened. Water shot out of faucets, toilets overflowed, and bread set in ovens to keep warm by thoughtful house elves exploded. Hogwarts shook violently to his foundations, arousing Filch from bed and sending house elves and Mrs. Norris scrambling for cover. Even Hagrid heard the groan of stone and came running. They searched around the castle and through the castle, but found no sign of intruders. Most perplexingly was the sticky ink on one side of the castle. Hagrid peered through the dark toward the lake, but was unable to see the ripples left in the wake of the giant squid. The giant squid slipped beneath the waves, wanting to grin, even though its beak was incapable. He anticipated a very short summer before the professors and students returned, so he'd better make the most of it. The end. Wow. <laughs> what, 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 what happens whenever like the students are there? Is the school like constantly on the brink of an orgasm like having people in and out all the time well it sounds oh, like the squid is oh like aware that it's only got that window of time because if it's like busting through the window like i feel like if the squid just does its thing and goes away and no one knows maybe it's it can still do that and the school won't like report it to animals well i think that jess is saying like if those are all of the house's holes and people are always coming in and out of it wouldn't the house wouldn't when- hogwarts be generated sexy like you know Constantly what i mean like all the time the turned on well, imagine it's like a penis that's so small you can't feel it. Like a micro dick. Because a child mm-hmm. in a in a window or a child in a hallway is a lot don't different than like... Don't use the term child. Okay. Remember, we're talking a, about... Don't, don't use guess. the term right. child. A, a freshly <laughs> legal human is okay. much is smaller than like a monster tentacle. <laughs> oh, man. So we'll consider these... That's massaging These, these walls. As my, the micro dick of Hogwarts Castle. Oh, okay, okay. That's all I got. That's all I got. That was, that was incredible. And then the tentacle is just like a porn star, your average porn star. Okay. In the movies, is there actually a giant squid in the lake? You like know I giant... wouldn't know that. Because remember. Because why would they be in both of these books? In both of these books, right? The only thing I could think of is that maybe it appeared like for a flash during the um 
the the Triwizard Tournament yeah, when they go underwater to find the mermaids. Too. I don't know. I mean, I'm due for a reread, so I'll, I'll oh, so funny. It's, it's that time of the year. There, there's a, a lot that it seems we have to learn about uh, Hogwarts. I guess so. <laughs> her, her needs. Yeah. Oh, his needs. So maybe. Oh, 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 interesting. So Hogwarts is getting penetrated, but it was a male. Oh, was it? I missed but that. But the yeah. the squid creature, it doesn't really discern if it's a male or a female. It's just using its tentacles. So it could be a female going like basically like penetrating a, a male. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. So like basically giving it like a good old fashioned prostate check. So what do you think about erotica? Did you enjoy your little your little? How's your childhood feeling? Oh, it's very funny. <laughs> My child, it was that was very very. It was just so absurd. I think I like so Tawny's absurd. the best. I did too. Yeah, I think so. It it just was so committed. Can yeah. we say it shook you to the core? Uh, hey! Okay. Did you want to put it in the apple? Yeah. Hey! Quickity quack quack. Quack 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 quack. Well, in the spirit of all things disgusting and strange decision making, we're going to use our segment to play Would You Rather? Choices, choices. Would you rather... So I have a list of just, I, I just reviewed some of them. And boy, are they nasty. We pulled these from a website. We're all going to decide what we would rather do. First and foremost, ladies, would you rather watch your oldest teacher in a porno or your ex? My mom my oldest teacher. Fantastic. <laughs> Wait, like our, like our teacher whenever we were super young, like oldest in the past or like our most elderly? Yeah, that's fair. I'm assuming it could be elderly teacher or like the first one that you remember, but I guess it's probably age. Well, I'm still going to go with X, probably. I'm probably going with X. I'll probably also do that because I don't think anyone wants to watch old balls slinging around. No. Or in the case that it was a woman in old uh, Laffy Taffy Factor. Would you rather, oh God, would you rather swallow cum that tastes like pee or have your partner actually pee on you? I'd rather get peed on. You just take a shower. Yeah, just take a shower after that, brother. Yeah. Hotty. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's still calm. Like, if you're willing to swallow it before, why is it really that much different? And it never tastes amazing. But it tastes like urine. And it's like eating a... Well, I guess it doesn't have to have ammonia in it just because it's... Yeah, it just tastes like it. It's not saying that it is converted into pee. Okay. And then it's it's just like a different act. Like, okay, well, if you're blowing somebody, then it's like, okay, well, this is part of the process, at least for me. (laughs) Um, Like, someone pissing on you is like, it's a totally separate gig we're doing. Like, you have to try to still be turned on in that moment and oh yeah do do you think honey you know like it's a lot i don't know i lay on my face and be like ah this is great <laughs> like you don't have to see me just be on my back and then i'll go take a shower. Feet on my back just be on my back they'd have to like pick you up like a surfboard and carry you to the shower spill. oh god either that or they just put towels down i don't know how people do that i'm not I, i'm not into it i yeah i've never been um golden yeah. showered nope hmm. i don't know i don't know Never have, never will. Mm-hmm. Would you rather date someone with the perfect body or with the perfect moves in the bedroom? Perfect moves. Perfect body. Only because it's not saying the guy with the perfect body doesn't have good moves. He may not have the perfect moves. But it's also saying the guy who has the perfect moves may not have a perfect body. I mean, like, you know what I mean? Like, he could be average, but he could also be a nightmare. Mm-hmm. I'm a dad bod type person, though. That's incredible. Dad bod. I... Let's assume that it's perfect body and bad moves or perfect moves and bad body. Not like, we're not talking morbidly obese. We're not talking like first time having sex, but just like not great. Can they be taught? No. I think they can be taught. Well, okay. Okay. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. For this sake, I'll say no. It's going to be like, well, if they exercise and like take care of their diet. No. So we're going to say, no, they can't learn in this situation. Fuck. It's tough, right? 
Yeah, I'll go perfect moves as well. Mm. It's important. It's mm-hmm. important. Just turn the lights off. <laughs> Put a brown bag on it. Brown bag on Cover yourself with linoleum. Would you rather get cum in your hair after you've no. just finished styling it or right in your eye? Oh, hair. After you've done styling but you, it. But yeah, like we're talking like a one hour, like you just curled it and hairspray. Yeah, I don't it. want it in my eye. I would rather just redo it. Man, but then it's just in your hair. I don't know. I also don't want to go blind or get an infection. Yeah, I'm, I'm do just, hair. I'm we'll do a hair. shower. We'll do hair. We'll do, we'll do hair. We'll do you're hair. right, but what a setback. What if you're leaving for what dinner a setback? right back? What if you're on the way to your wedding and well, you just had to have sex one more time? It's just a little more gel. It'll hold your hair. Oh, okay. Cameron right. Diaz. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> fucking, uh, what is that? Mary There's something about Mary. God. Would you rather be told, ooh, would you rather be told that you suck at kissing or that you suck at giving blowjobs? Because either is brutal. Either is a tough one to handle. Um, I say blowjobs. What? <laughs> I'd rather be told I suck at giving blowjobs, which is also a pun, so that's fun. Ew. But I feel like you. I don't well, know. Well, kissing is such like a. Uh, yeah, kissing I happens way more often. Yeah, I yeah. wanted to get into the intimate thing as well, and yeah, hopefully this we can learn. I don't know. Yeah, I'll say I'll say blowjobs. Okay. Um, since since none of us have dogs and we only have access to a cat, yeah. would you rather watch your cat hump another cat? Or have him stare you down while you're having sex. I'd rather watch a cat hump another cat. Watch a cat hump another cat. I would too. I think they watch your cat hump your leg. I know. <laughs> She's a girl. It doesn't make any sense. Oh, the poor baby. She just, she just, what is it? And she was like separated from her mommy too soon. Yeah, that's what they say. So funny. Would you rather have sex on a bed filled with stains or in a smelly bathroom stall? Is it like a clean bed? And it's yeah, just it just like happens to have stains. Permanent stains. I don't know. We're going like like La Pinta Inn has like smashed cockroach stains. But we don't know what the stains are. It could be blood pee pee shit. All of the above. All of the above. Dirt, grass. And or is it just a bathroom. stinky bathroom or is it like a gross bathroom? I'm going it's pungent and f- gross. I'm going like the worst gas station bathroom you've been Ooh. in. At least a bed is a bed. bed. Yeah. A bed's a bed. At least there's yeah. there. I did, yeah. we, whenever I was driving out to New Mexico, we stayed at a Motel 6. Oh, tough. Nightmare. Tough. Nightmare. Have it set up. <laughs> oh my god. It was just like I like tried not to move in bed like for, for like sleeping. I was like, oh god, I don't want to disturb anything. I have no idea what's in here. Oh, it's so funny. Oh. <laughs> it was a nightmare. Would you rather date someone who takes five seconds to come or who takes at least five hours to come? Oh my god. I'll take those five seconds any day. Yeah. I can go down on you for decades. Easy. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, that's and fair. you still want that satisfaction being like, all right, I made you come. No. Yeah, yeah. That's an easy one. Five seconds. Yeah. And our last question. Would you rather have sex in front of police officers or in front of a live news taping? Ah. Um, will I get arrested afterwards? Yeah. Um, for indecent exposure, you very well may. Unless you're like a police sex convention of sorts. Is that a thing? I don't know. I'm, I'm going <laughs> But then if a news crew, then it's like you're recorded. It doesn't mean the policemen are recording you or that, you know what I mean? Like, That's true. I'm probably going to go with policemen. I don't know the policemen. Whereas like, I want fame though. No! <laughs> I'm just oh, I'm like the news recording could be funny because I'm imagining the person is talking and you're just in the background just like ah! <laughs> um but yeah then they can have screen grabs I just don't want to get arrested whatever well, I mean, if you do it on a, on the television screen you're still gonna get arrested probably that's true unless you book it out of there well oh yeah okay I'll do police yeah I'll do police thank you for opening my eyes I'm all so right happy. we feel good about it Ladies and germs, next week we will be reading Twitter Crush, My Online Crush, a sexy chance encounter erotica story from the Valentine's Day Sex Slut Stories Book 1, written by Kitty Fine. What a fucking mouthful. 
Check out our website, snatch22podcast.com. You can find all of our social media through there. Be sure to follow us and like us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, all that good stuff. And also, please subscribe to Snatch22 on iTunes, Google Play, and Podbean. If you like what you hear, leave us a review. If you don't, nobody cares. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Snatch 22 Podcast. I'm Croy. I'm Tatiana. I'm Jess. See you next week. Be sure to comfort the book.